Welcome back to Kid Tested. Mother approved. I'm the Kid Ruben. I'm the Mom Dawn. Hi, I'm Taylor. Hi, Taylor. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. The best part is you've been here every episode. Yep, you you just have time. Under the, under the desk. Like, hi, I'm Taylor. I'm down here with George Lucas. Okay. <laughs> yeah, George, George Lucas came back, um, which is good. Uh, no, but so we're here with a special guest. It's my best friend, Taylor. Uh, hi. Hi. <laughs> hi, Taylor. There, I just wanted to say hi too. <laughs> I just wanted to get into it because this but, is probably all I'm going to say the whole episode. No, I mean that's not true. But this is like this is funny too because it obviously it's an audio medium, but you and I have flipped seats. I know it's weird. I feel because, like I'm in control, but you're not because the computer is confusing me. Actually, I've just like got a timeout over here. <laughs> yeah, you, it almost looks like you've been banished. To I the know. Cave. I told you this is the boy episode. I mean, you had it, so now we get this one. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, I didn't really talk in that one either. Yes, you did. Oh, okay. A little more. Yeah, no, I, it did was I? really fun. Was, yeah, People love that were, episode. We you, get you and Eileen were uh, really, really hamming it up. Because, well, that's how we are all the time. <laughs> but anyway. I think I said this on that episode, but right before we started, they're like, so you're going to lead this episode and you're going to do all the talking. And I'm like, no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, yeah, you are. And I'm like, no, like, like, no, this is the one episode where I get to lay back and do <laughs> yeah. nothing. I press start. And then I press stop. <laughs> That's no, all I do. Yeah, anyway. All right. So what are we talking about today? Well, don't get so excited. Okay. Um, no, this it, it's it's a tribute episode yes. to Stan Lee, which is a bummer that we have to do it, but it's good that we get to do it. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? What? It, no, I was just going to say this is really personal for you guys. For me, it's like, gosh, he was such a great guy. He's 95. What a great life he had. I don't I don't have that much personal stuff, but yeah. you guys kind of grew up with all of this stuff. I know that well, didn't you you guys together and I'm talking about you and Taylor. You've seen all the Avenger movies together. Yeah, we've yes. seen every single mar- every single MCU movie together. So that's 10 years of every yeah. single one. We've gone to the theaters whether you when you lived in like down south, I flew down there, you drove mm-hmm. up here, like we made sure that every single one we saw it together. So this this is a big deal. Yeah, it, this it, is it, for it, you guys. This is I keep hitting the cord. That's fine. This is a big cuz it's on the opposite side of me. This <laughs> I know, is I the same problem. This is a big deal for you guys. Yeah, and I think that like what something that I realized too is like obviously there was Marvel movies before the MCU. Yes. But like can you imagine like your legacy? really not taking off to the main public like mainstream being the big like being its own genre like right. re- redefining a genre of something right in the last 10 years of your life so he's well, in see, the thing is though that he actually kind of redefined the comic genre yeah yeah earlier yeah. in his life too and so it's like he it's almost like he repeated himself in a way but that he just kind of you know yeah, yeah so i before we we got into this episode i told taylor i said hey uh, what I what I'd like you to do would be cool if you could do is give us just a, a Wikipedia paragraph summary of who Stanley was because there are definitely some people listening to this that Stanley means nothing to them which is not a bad thing right they just don't know who that is right um, so Taylor's gonna give a quick recap and then or just yeah an explanation of who he was and his life and all that good stuff okay okay so uh, Stanley was born in Manhattan New York on December twenty eighth nineteen twenty two of course he was, <laughs> of course he was. <laughs> yeah uh, Stanley Martin Lieber. Um, yeah, Lee is short for Lieber. It's not the end of Stanley. Uh, <laughs> he had one younger brother named Larry Lieber and parents Celia and Jack Lieber. In conjunction with artists such as Jack Kirby and Steve Ditko, he created many superheroes that populate our movie screens today, just some of which include the X-Men, Iron Man, Thor, Hulk, the Fantastic Four, Black Panther, Daredevil, Doctor Strange, Ant-Man, and of course, Spider-Man. 
He first got a job in comics at Timely Comics, later Marvel, in 1939, and after Stan Lee served in World War II, he spent the 50s and the 70s shaking up the comics industry. He was the first comic book writer to show superheroes as real people rather than perfect beings and that not and that not only made the heroes more relatable and interesting, but it taught millions of children that it was okay to be different. Lee married Joe Clay- Joan Clayton Bucock on December 5th, 1947 and had a daughter, J.C. Lee, in 1950. They lived in New York until 1981 when Lee and his wife, Joan, moved to California. They enjoyed another 36 years together before Joan died of a stroke on July 6, 2017, at the age of 95. Stan would follow on November 12, 2018, also at the age of 95. Stan Lee preached acceptance and creativity and had a history of standing up for what is right. He'll be greatly missed. Excelsior, true believers. Yeah, it's it's it, it's. I think it's hard, and I think it, it's kind of like crazy to realize that like, like, and and this is what I like. I think I was talk, talking to you, mom, is like. He's our J.R. Tolkien or our Walt Disney. Like, right. This is totally serious when I ask you this. I'm not joking. Do you remember when Walt Disney died? Were you alive? I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't think. I you, honestly don't know. I don't, I don't know, know when he, when he passed away. He was 63, something like that. I think. So if it was 63, no, I was born in 66. Oh, okay. But, but I feel like it's that thing, right? Like, it's like kids from here on in right. will live in a world without Stan Lee, which is insane to me. Right. Like, mm-hmm. because because of, of what he did, and, and, like, you touched on it, Taylor, like, he really created these characters that, like, were real. And, like, I was doing a lot of, like, YouTube research just watching interviews with him. And there's one from 1977 from, from like, a Canadian... I showed you this. Yeah, it was I a Canadian it. So interview good. show where the guy, the host, is talking about how he grew up with characters like Superman, Batman, Green Lantern. He's naming all the DC characters. Mm-hmm. And Captain Marvel. <laughs> yeah, he says Captain Marvel. Uh, which is a, technically a DC character yep. originally. Uh, and then like he kind of is asking, like, Stan, what makes his characters different? And he pretty much goes directly into Spider-Man, saying, like, Spider-Man's a kid who has problems. He's a kid who you can relate with. He, lives with. he doesn't have parents. He lives with his aunt. He, you know, he has all these things going on in his life, and I think that that's what makes these characters relatable, and that's what makes these characters enjoyable. Right. Because you look at the X-Men, the X-Men were weird, but they all accepted each other because no one else did. They were all different. They had something wrong with them, whether it's literally, I mean, obviously something wrong with them being Wolverine is the coolest, (laughs) but like... I mean, he's got knives in his hands. (laughs) Yeah, like, but like, you know, a kid, a kid suffering from something or, or who feels different can look at that and go, well, Wolverine's getting like talked down to. People don't view Wolverine as a real person and he's Wolverine. Right. Like, like I relate with him. I, I mean, you look at Peter Parker. Even after he became Spider Man, got bullied. Like mm-hmm. Spider Man got bullied. Yeah. Like these right. kids are beating up Spider Man, and like, he'll just take it because he, he knows that he can't just like, you know, use his superpowers to beat up a child. Like that's not yeah. fair, you know. And uh, so that's that's being a true hero, I think. Yeah, <laughs> you know. I have a question because, and this, I'm not being. No, you're fine. Okay, I always thought. Yes. That Stan Lee owned Marvel. Sort of. I mean, he So like, was he just an illustrator and Marvel was... No, he was a writer. And yeah, he, did, he didn't... he used other people illustrated for him, such as Steve... Steve Ditko, Ditko Jack Kirby. And didn't one John, of them pass away recently? Jack Kirby. Uh, no, Jack Kirby died in, like, 93. Uh, Who just Steve died? Ditko Steve died Ditko just died. Within... Oh, yeah, a, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, so Stan Lee did not own Marvel. No, no one person necessarily owns Marvel, but well, he Disney was the, does, um, right? Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. But so, uh, but 
basically he actually started at Timely Comics, which then became Marvel. And right around the time it became Marvel, or actually I think a little after, he became the um, editor in chief. Oh, yeah, got it. And okay. Was that for like thirty years? So okay. Uh, okay. Plus created more than half of Marvel's properties, basically. So it's like, yeah, he's the Godfather of Marvel. Yeah, he's but. yeah. That's a great way to put it. Okay. Um. But yeah, so so I mean, what movies are we doing today? We're doing the Spider-Man movies, but we're not just doing Spider-Man one, two, three. We're not just doing Amazing Spider-Man one, two. We're not doing any of the MCU movies. We're doing Spider-Man. all of them, every <laughs> single Marvel movie ever. Okay, that, wait a second. we're doing the entire <laughs> Japanese Spider-Man, Spider-Man, Spider-Man Sentai show. We watched the whole thing. <laughs> that's that's real. Oh, it's I awesome. Don't. It's a real thing. Oh, I don't. It's Japanese Spider. It. He doesn't. He doesn't swing on webs. Okay. He has a giant robot. And uh-huh. a car. Mm-hmm. Uh, Is he not a teenager? Uh, I, I mean, know, he might 23 be. 23 or so? Sure, yeah, he not? might be. Yeah. Okay. Spider-Man is one of those things that a, lo- a lot of characters don't age. Right. Spider-Man is aged. Spider-Man actually has de-aged. When he, well, in the movies, yes. Yeah, I mean, it does depend. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, in, in the he comics, he went from being a high school kid to now he's like, I think now, like currently. He's in his 30s or 40s. He's in his 30s or, or 40s. Yeah. He's like, oh, a, he's like okay. a grown-up. Like, yeah. Right. He, Whereas like Batman started in like his like 30s or 40s. Now he's like 20 or something. It's kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, he's gone. Batman is like, yeah, Batman like gets younger. Where like Spider-Man, you know, now that he's not, he's he was in high school 30 years ago. Now he's an adult. He's married. He, you know, he's married. Yeah. Well, can I ask who did he marry? Mary Jane, Jane Watson. Of course. See, that's what just confuses me. We have to talk about this movie Leave because notes done. MJ loves Peter Parker. Okay, but in all the other movies, one well. is one is Mary Jane. One is some other girl. Well, Gwen Stacy, but that was his high school girlfriend. So they were trying to be yeah. comic accurate, and yeah, yeah. And then the third one, MJ, but her name was Melissa Mel- Michelle. Michelle, yes. But they're trying to trick you. They, I, I think so. We'll talk about this. okay. So, yeah, because I was to- totally confused, but I have my favorite one. So there so we go. Really quick. Uh, I mean, I, I just we did say we're going to talk about all three Spider-Mans, but are you guys like, are you ready to talk about this? Because yes, but yeah. you know what we forgot to do? What you forgot to do? This is our, your little oh. spiel that you do, and then I try to make you laugh. Okay, but hold on, because I was going to do a really funny bit. Oh, I'm sorry. So are you guys ready? Oh yes. Are you ready? Yeah. Because Bone Star is ready. <laughs> uh, that is the best part from the original. I simultaneously <laughs> hate and love you. <laughs> yeah, because it's Randy Savage. Who it's Macho and Randy Savage. It's so Macho and Randy Savage. Octavia Spencer is also in that scene. Yes. And so is Bruce Campbell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's such a good scene. And it's like, so ridiculous. Uh, oh my goodness. Okay, so, hey, real quick. We're 11 minutes in. If you've never listened to the podcast before, Kid Tested Mother Approved is a weekly podcast where each week we pick a theme or a theme is given out. Us, and then we pick a uh, movie for each other watch based on that theme just oh. edit that and put it at the beginning <laughs> yeah no you didn't crack this time no i had to literally close my eyes oh because that's i do that every week i try um, to make him laugh hey mom we're gonna play a game really quick before we really dive into this because i'm ready said, we he created a bunch of characters taylor you are gonna be my mom's lifeline okay okay mom there's gonna be three rounds it's gonna be sorry i'll just ask taylor every time no you only get him once Get one lifeline. Or you okay. could just go. You could just nod or shake your yeah like that. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you three characters. Okay. And you're gonna tell me which of these is an actual <laughs> Marvel character. Okay. Okay. I don't think I'm gonna be very good at this. What? No, because you tried before and I got every single one wrong. All right. The first one is Cromar, the Swamp Man. 
Yes. Okay. Well, now you have to hold on. <laughs> okay. The next one is. Oh, oh, oh I thought you. So were... This is of the three. Okay. Flag smasher. Okay. And then the last one. Let's see. I wrote these down. Uh, the last one is Angar, the screaming hippie. <laughs> I think it's the first one. You think that's the real one? Yes. Well, two of them are real. One of them is fake. Well, the first one is real. So, okay. So what about the other two? <laughs> so which one's the fake one? You got Angar. This, so you for sure said Cronar. Is that what we said? Yeah, the swamp monster. The swamp man. Cronar the swamp man. Yes. Uh, and is it Angar the screaming hippie? No. Or Flag Smasher? See, that sounds like a Pokemon. <laughs> Pokemon Flag Smasher? Yeah, that it's... It's, well, it's like the Pokemon move. <laughs> the unpatriotic Pokemon? I don't know. I don't know. Can I ask Taylor for help now? Yeah, Taylor, which one do you think is the real? You know, I think it's the hippie. The you think yeah. it's the real one? It's the screaming hippie, yeah. You think that's, that's a real one or the fake sound, one? That sounds like a real one. That sounds like something... The, like okay. Something I'm going... Like, yeah, because Flag Smasher doesn't sound like a... Flag Smasher um, sounds like a bad Batman villain. Like... Quilt King or whatever. <laughs> when young child Carl Mongathau traveled with his Swiss diplomat father, he seemed like a smart boy, blah, blah, blah. Flag Smasher is real. <sighs> the Swamp Man was one I made up. Oh, I thought so. Angar but... the Screaming Hippie is legitimate. And I oh! <laughs> when is Angar the Screaming <laughs> Hippie? <laughs> Angar the Screaming Hippie coming to the MCU. Oh, he's already been in it. realize <laughs> <laughs> when he was in the background of Guardians of the Galaxy. Just screaming. <laughs> it's me, Angar! All right, Mom. Okay, here I go. Okay, I'll give you an easy one. Orb. Okay, orb, Kay. like a circle. I know what an orb is. Uh, white rabbit. Okay. <laughs> or the pastry chef. Which one of those is not real? Uh, Taylor, I don't care. I'm going to use them every time. I think I think Orb is not real. Ruben's asking some crazy questions. Um, I'm pretty sure that uh, the pastry chef is real, unfortunately. Yes. Uh, and White Rabbit seems like it would be real. And White real. Rabbit, I'm almost positive I've heard of again. thought it was like DC, but... Uh... Okay, so we're going with Orb. Orb is not real. Orb is real. Pastry orb chef is, is one that I just was like... I just made up off the top of my head because wow. I couldn't think. Okay. I almost said... Good. Pancake Chief, which is... <laughs> Pancake Chief. Okay, that one I probably would That one I would have immediately been like, uh, vetoed. Yeah, <laughs> all right. Okay, last one. Here we go. Oh, boy. All right. Is it Owl? Okay. No, that's a Winnie the Pooh character. Oh, oh wrong list, wrong <laughs> list. All right. The Box Thief or Matador? Now, Matador sounds like it would be a real superhero. Kind of, right? Yeah. The uh, box leaf sounds like it shouldn't be. Right, <laughs> but, but it... I'm concerned that it is. And what was the first one again? The first one was Owl. Owl sounds too easy. So it should probably <laughs> be one. What do you think, Taylor? Well, see, I, I, there's many, multiple Owl Mans. <laughs> again, mostly DC, but... Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like uh, the box thief, I'm hoping, is not real. Let's go with... Okay, we're going with the box thief. Box thief is made up. Owl and Matador both are real. There you go. All right, so we're talking Spider-Man. Um, and his arch nemesis, the box thief. <laughs> the, the pastry king. Yeah. <laughs> the pastry king. Squeeze well, um, the stuff out of the bag. <laughs> There's a Batman villain called the Condiment King. 
who literally uses mustard and and, and clock king. Uh, Lots king. of kings, yeah. Lots of Quote royalty master. in the. Uh... <laughs> I really hope that Orb shows up in the Marvel Cinematic Universe one day, just so I can be like, Mom, look, your favorite character, Orb. I mean, I just remember though when we're all like, "Huh, I wonder who, what could happen next?" And the like, ego, the living planet. And we're like, <laughs> "Oh, okay, that was a direction." <laughs> Kurt Russell plays a plays a, a planet. Okay, yeah, I've been to it. I've been yeah. to it. Um, really quick, Mom, I'm just gonna show you what Orb looks like, and if uh, anyone wants to Google this. He's just a man with a giant eyeball for a head. Oh, good. That's <laughs> absolutely terrifying. Uh, the quick biography is this guy. Will... <laughs> I don't know why that's. This guy wore an eyeball motorcycle helmet that contained a special microcircuitry capable of firing laser bat blasts and hypnotizing his victims. The helmet was the designed by they who wield power. Is he a bad guy? I guess. Sounds like a bad uh, guy. Without the helmet, he's just a guy with normal human strength for a man of his size and build. He was criminally... In th- yeah, he's just a man with a fun helmet on. Where did he come in? Like, wh- wh- when did he exist? Who did he fight? Or always. <laughs> Orb has always been there. <laughs> Orb has always been and will always be. <laughs> um, so let's talk Spider-Man. Okay, the first one? The first one. The, the first canonically. Or mm-hmm. chronologically. I'm all canonically. <laughs> what word is that? That's true. <laughs> okay, uh, so right. this Toby is the McGuire. 2002. Really? Mm-hmm. Yes. Wow. 2002, With... which was Spider-Man's 40th anniversary. Oh, that's cool. See, yeah. I don't know any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Is What? Two Spider-Man movies that almost happened before this. Let's talk about them real quick. I don't know 1997, if you know about... Titanic. Should not have happened. <laughs> yeah. James Cameron wanted to do Spider-Man, and he wanted Leonardo DiCaprio to play Spider-Man, and he couldn't. they couldn't go through, so instead... He made Titanic, mm-hmm. which could you imagine if a sp- if a superhero movie is what launched that '90s James Cameron? Like I think that would have totally changed superhero movies in general. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, the other one, uh, Michael Jackson wanted to buy the rights to Spider Man and play him in a movie. All right, Michael so- Jackson <laughs> wanted to be Spider Man. Actually, no. play. Yeah. No, thank but you. But like, hold on. <laughs> but now, hold on, really quick. Man, I love you. Yeah. No, <laughs> but, thank but, you. Swift, 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 Mary Chain. As he does the little, what is that? The moonwalk. Yeah. yeah. Green Goblin's like, are we gonna fight or? <laughs> you just... Woo! <laughs> Shimon. Another okay. really cool bit of trivia about this uh, Spider-Man movie that also I think really would have changed how superhero movies worked. Um, apparently, there was a talks to have uh, Hugh Jackman cameo as Wolverine. Oh, that would have been they so weird. Couldn't get like the rights or the ability to use the costume from the 2000 X Men movie, and so it didn't happen. But it's just I was just like the MCU would have started like ten years earlier. Like yeah, nuts. it really would have like changed everything because yeah. the MCU was its big thing. Like it was the characters that Marvel still had the rights to, which at the time was not their big sellers. Mm-hmm. Before 2008, no one was buying Iron Man merchandise. Mm-hmm. Nobody was buying Captain America merchandise. Nobody, you know what I mean? Like right. those characters existed. But they weren't, like, the forefront. If you look at posters, of like, Marvel posters okay. before 2008, all of the characters in the front are the X-Men, Hulk, Daredevil, these characters that had movies, mm-hmm. Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Iron Man's not up at the front. Right. Captain America's not up at the front. Thor's not up at the front. They're there. And but they're no not one like, remembers that there was that Daredevil movie or that Eric Bana Hulk movie. Yeah, those like are that. just those totally... Are, why are you making that face? I love Eric Bana. He's, that movie sucks. Doesn't matter. He's cute. I forget that he was the Hulk. He played Bruce Banner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm Bruce Banner. <laughs> it's me, Eric Bana. Is that <laughs> it's he, the same name. 
Banna, Bruce, Banna. Okay. This is one of those episodes. I'm just sitting here. <laughs> 20 minutes in, still haven't gotten to Spider-Man. Uh, All right, go ahead. No, so I mean, so this one, uh, I rewatch. I just rewatched this. This is the last one I rewatched, and like, man. Oh, also, spoilers ahoy. Uh, we're going to talk about, obviously, for all three movies. Uh, the one that really matters is the the Marvel Cinematic Universe one, just because that is more relevant. Um, right. Current, yeah. Yeah, and current. Um, I want to do, I do want to point out, you know, it was directed by Sam Raimi. Evil Dead. Evil Dead, yeah. Oh, I was going to ask, uh, I was, so this is the stuff I always ask. Mm -hmm. So Evil Dead, has he done it? Has he done anything else? Yeah, he's done like a bunch of random. So I've seen, probably seen his work? Uh, I don't know. Okay. But it's really, you know, interesting because you can even kind of see some of that like horror genre in this Spider-Man movie, you know? There's super uh, Um, Sam Raimi Evil Dead kind of shots with the camera follow and the... Yeah, no, it really does a couple, like, major horror shots. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and the music was by Danny Elfman, so that's I why the whole thing music. is... Dun, 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 dun. But it's not it's not Tim Burton Danny Elfman, yeah. but it is still got that Danny Elfman vibe to it. Like... Oh. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> Didn't you... I think we talked about... Yeah, that's every Danny Elfman song for Tim Burton movies. Yes, but we like um, it. Okay, so then what? So, yeah, I don't know, just, I think you were saying something yeah. about, like, when watching this, you were having a feeling, my feeling was, why do I feel a million years old right now? <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> also, like, all of these people in this movie, I'm like, why are they so young? What's going on, Kirsten Dunst? Why are you a baby? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was thinking with, I, I didn't notice it that much with Kirsten Dunst or Tobey Maguire, I noticed it with James Franco. I was like, oh, I remember when you were cute and clean shaven. Yeah. Even Willem Dafoe. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Love. What? Great cast. Let's just talk about that. Willem yeah. Dafoe. Oh, yeah. Really good Kirst- cast. Kirst- Kirsten. Kirsten. Kirsten Dunst. Mm-hmm. James Franco. Uh, Uncle Ben is played by C- Cliff Robertson, who is amazing. Mm-hmm. I didn't know the actress who played Aunt May. But to me, she, like, it's kind of Quintessential like- old lady. Yeah, she really is Aunt May, though, in my brain. Mm-hmm. Like, whenever I, I see Aunt May or I read Aunt May in comics, it's that lady's voice, just because that was mm-hmm. the Aunt May I got introduced to. Mm-hmm. Right. That mm-hmm. was, like, like for me, I don't know why I don't read that guy's voice as Uncle Ben. Okay. But, like, she is Aunt May. Right. Like, to me, in my brain, like, she that's what Aunt May looks like. That is the most, of all of these, that is almost the most comic-accurate, like, pulling of a character. Mm-hmm. Right, okay. Um, other care other stars uh elizabeth banks was yeah the, uh, yeah that's elizabeth banks secretary at the daily bugle i think you know her name i don't remember it um, uh is it betty brant yes betty yes. brant yeah and uh then uh friggin jk simmons as j jonah jameson when he came on i went perfect whoa oh okay the, what worries me about jk simmons is j jonah jameson is that's perfect casting that is really perfect casting they're going to have to try and incorporate J. Jonah Jameson into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So apparently there was talks to have him come back and reprise the role. But it'd and be then too he weird. was hired in Justice League and all talks ceased. And yeah. I was like, no! <laughs> I've heard what? a lot of strange rumors just of anyone that could play J. Jonah. Like, it'd have to be someone very different. I've heard Terry Crews, which I kind of like. I guess he's good at yelling. Like that Yeah, like, but I, I just, I can imagine Terry Crews with the big old mustache chomping the cigar and like, give me pictures of Spider-Man. Like, right. Uh, I don't know who they would. I just, I, I, I think he was in talks to enter a, an MCU movie anyway or something like that. And that's where I started thinking about it. But like JB Smoove 
JB Smoove would be great. Uh, he was the he was that host of uh, Last Comic Standing. Mm-hmm. He kind of has an accent. I don't even know how to place it. Yeah, his I don't voice know who is kind he of is. Like higher, and uh, he's a black gentleman, uh, bald head usually. Uh, um, he yells a lot. He's on some sitcoms. He was on a sit a sitcom with Will Arnett like a year or two ago. He's that guy. Yeah. Oh, I, you know, wait, what's his name? J.B. Smoove. You know who I, I always thought he was a, bas- a retired basketball player. No. I th- no. It's, He's a comedian. Yeah. Oh, but I get him mixed up with the basketball player. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so, so yeah, but it's got this amazing cast. Like, it, yeah. like everyone really... Oh, Bruce Campbell and Macho Man Randy Savage. Yeah, uh, Octavia Spencer. Yes, we you said that. Yeah. Yeah, like it's it's kind You're of going like... nowhere. <laughs> I got you for three minutes. Three minutes of playtime. <laughs> that that whole scene okay, is down. so weird, and I love it. <laughs> it like, is it's so bizarre, and it's so dated. They could yeah. never. Mm-hmm ever replicate that scene because even spider-man makes a like couple kids jokes. today would be like mommy what's wrestling <laughs> right or i mean it wasn't even like randy savage had to try no because mm-hmm. no. that was his macho man persona no, he was mm-hmm. not not being macho man yeah. yeah he was just he was just being macho man yeah but like it was oh like yeah that it like he popped up and i was like oh i missed you <laughs> like, yeah he passed away too didn't he a car accident yeah mm-hmm he was old. He wasn't older, but it, uh, I, there were pictures of him later in his life, and man, he just he just got old and really skinnier. quick. Yeah, a lot skinnier. And his hair got white really fast. Yeah, I keep um, whacking the thing. It's it's on the wrong side. That's fine. I'm um, gonna hold my hand here. But yeah, so okay, so I mean, two of these movies kind of have the same plot. Yes. Uh, with the exception of the villains, all the villains are different, which I think is a but good. But I also thing. want to discuss how those two movies handle the thing differently because there's. Like, no, the just, plot. Just go it. for it. Yeah, yeah. Well, so okay, because it's like my thing is, of course, one of the main points of the Spider-Man origin is is uh, the decisions that Peter makes and what happens to Uncle Ben because of that. Yeah, he dies and all this, right? And in the first one, um, there's some great, really touching. Yeah, watching Uncle Ben's death in the Tobey Maguire one after Stanley, like thinking about okay. Stanley. Okay, I was crying a little bit. I was okay. So I already watched <laughs> Uncle Ben's death, and man, is it hokey. Like, Which one? The first one? The, Toby Maguire's? In, in Toby Maguire's, he's just like, Ugh. like he makes a weird noise <laughs> and then like knocks his head back. <laughs> and I was just like, that's not how people die. They don't go, Ugh. <laughs> well, maybe. some people don't judge yeah. how people die. <laughs> also, I liked that he was shot and there was no blood on him, but a giant puddle, puddle behind, behind his head. Yeah, I noticed yeah, that too. Behind his head. Yeah. I was like, "Oh, was he shot in the head?" I felt really bad for him. <laughs> no, I was right like, in the gut there. But <laughs> right in the general unlike, it was he was just going like this. Ooh, it was like, yeah. why are his hands bloody? Right, that was bloody? weird. Yeah. yeah, and I felt bad because Tobey Maguire's character, Peter Parker, said some really mean things to his uncle. He did, and and it's the um, Uncle Ben's face. I felt really sad because... And actually, a really touching thing, I think, was that his last line to Uncle Ben was, you're not my father, but his last line to uh, Green Goblin, to Norman Osborn, when he said, come on, I'm like a father to you, Peter. He said, no, Uncle Ben's my father. Right. And that, yeah. was, that was really... Cool. I liked that, too. Yeah, I went, yay! Link right there. But, yeah. Um, no, definitely. I, uh... No, I... I kind of don't like Tobey Maguire as Spider-Man. He's well, kind of the worst. Well, no. Not at all. Like, I have some problems, actually. After rewatching these and, like, Andrew Garfield was 
really bad. Like because oh no, partly... Andrew Garfield is Andrew no! Garfield is the worst Spider Man. <laughs> no, but like, but like, no, he's the worst Peter Parker. Wait. Wait, you're you're saying time out? Time out, time out. I think what we need to do right now, because we totally disagree. Okay. You have to put your Spider-Man favorites. One, two, three. Go. Okay. So, Num- Taylor, number one. Who's uh, your, out of the three, who's your favorite Spider-Man? It's, I mean, and I do, I want to make clear also, though, that, like, part of this is, it might be the writing and things like that. It's sure. It's not so the actor's No, no, fault, no. And that's... But, like, if, Tom Holland is my favorite. He yeah. works the best. Then okay. Tobey Maguire. Okay. Very possibly, partly because I was raised on him, and he's kind sure. of... You know, special for me, but like, and then Andrew Garfield goes like way down there, largely because Tobey Maguire is in high school at the beginning of his movie, his uh-huh. first movie, and then moves on to college. And he was twenty five when they were filming, and it's like, okay, I believe that he's a young adult, like maybe moving on to college. Got it. Andrew Garfield was twenty six when they were filming, and he was in high school. Like the Peter Parker was in high school the entire movie, and it was like. I don't believe this kid is 18. So that is one of the problems I have with the movie, but not, not him. Okay. We'll talk about that in a little bit. That makes a lot of sense. uh, One, two, three for you. It's pretty much the same. It's Tom Holland. Because to me, Tom Holland is Mm Spider-Man. He's, he looks like Spider-Man. He acts like Spider-Man because what Andrew Garfield and Tommy McGuire don't do is react. When something happens, they just stand there and like try to look solemn or like, Oh, like they're like they're Batman. Mm-hmm. Like when the guy falls out the window uh-huh. in the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. If that happened to Tom Holland's character, he would have freaked out mm-hmm. because he's a real character. Mm-hmm. He's not trying to be sold as something. He's not trying to like. To me, Andrew Garfield is way at the bottom because he's barely even Spider-Man. Like he quips and he has the, he has the costume, but he's not. He's too cool to be peter parker and people are like well that's it's modern like no he's not supposed to be cool he's not supposed to skateboard he's not supposed to be mm-hmm. relatable he's supposed to be a dork and that's why he's relatable not in like a, you don't want to be peter parker right. before he gets the powers mm-hmm. before he gets the powers is not good nobody mm-hmm. wants to right. be peter okay okay sorry guys number not- one is Andrew Garfield. Yeah, wrong. Oh, yeah. Number two <laughs> is Tobey Maguire. This is embarrassing. And number, <laughs> and number three is Tom Holland. What? He yeah. is a terrible Spider-Man. Why is he terrible? Because he's a dork. Good. That's no, That's I can't point. stand That's him. I just feel like I okay. need to... Wait, no, I'm not done. I feel like I want to blow his nose. Come here, little boy. Blow your little nose. I don't know. But, but that's the uh, point, though. That's why he's all, like, that's why he is all, uh, like, he's immature, and he makes yes. decisions immaturely, and that's how the, the arc of the movie goes, where he where he has to realize that it's not about being Spider-Man, it's about being Peter Parker, and about being, and about finding right. strength in, within yourself, you know? But and, I do love it, sorry, when, when Tony Stark says 14, he's like, I'm 15, which makes sense to me, because I was going... I'm not understanding. Every Spider-Man has different characters, which we had talked about. I don't get it. But in this one, he's much. He is younger. Yes. He's 14 or 15, and the other ones, the he's other like two, a senior he's in high a school. senior in high school. With so, this one, he's like a junior. And I haven't seen. I had not seen the only movie I had seen was the Tobey Maguire movie. Mm-hmm. I had not seen Andrew Garfield. Yeah. I had. I don't even know who this Tom Holland. And can I ask one more question? Yeah. Where in the realm of the Marvel Universe did this movie come? What do you mean? The Homecoming? Yeah. I don't know. Like, what came before it? Uh, everything else uh, before... So, Civil War. Remember okay. the one with the airport fight where they introduced Spider-Man? I haven't seen it. So, you have. Okay, <laughs> I saw it. Oh, yeah, we talked about it. Sorry. Um, 
but it's that one where Kay. Iron Man and Captain America are fighting. And you'll yes. see Homecoming actually began with him filming that on his phone. Yes. And then he's back in the thing, and then uh, Iron Man goes, Underoos! And he's like, oh, that's me, I gotta go! And then he jumps out and he goes, hey, what's up, everybody? And he tries to act all cool, but yeah. he's not cool, he's a dork. Like, that's yeah, his, he's that's a young dork. Yeah. And Got it. See, I just didn't understand that. Okay. Sorry. And I love that line, I mean, we're gonna jump pretty hard. I love that line in the Tom Holland one where he says, like, where he's like, I took on Captain America! And he just goes, Cap, Cap wanted to lay you out. He could have. I actually wrote down uh, in my notes, like, basically, Cap was a great practice villain for Spider-Man. Like, <laughs> yeah. Because, like, you know, he, he wasn't ready for people like Vulture yet. Uh, no. And so he had to fight someone who was going to go easy on him, you know? Right. Yeah, Captain, Captain America, America took it easy on him because he, really he knew did. he was a kid. That scene in Civil War where he's like, oh, you know, oh, hey, what's up? We're fighting, blah, blah, blah. And then Cap's like, okay, you know what? I don't got time for this. And he just, like, knocks the thing over on him. Spider-Man's, like, trapped below it. And he's like, hey, where are you from, kid? You and know, he says like, like Brooklyn, and then Spider- uh, Captain America's like Queens, yeah. And like, and they're like, oh, cool. And then he like runs off. Um, yeah. But okay, so Tobey Maguire Spider Man. So Uncle Ben dies. Oh, oh so sad. Whatever. So sad. Whatever. But so and like that's the thing though is like there's some great stuff from the uh, mm-hmm. from the comics in that moment, you know. And there's a, with great power comes great responsibility. Direct line from the comics, really great touching line. Just perfectly sums up who Spider Man is. Yeah. Um, but then. Then Uncle Ben dies, and uh, there's the, uh, you know, the whole, uh, I missed the part where that's my, basically my problem, particularly with the Andrew Garfield one, is so in Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man, in Sam Raimi's Spider-Man, Spider-Man gets cheated (laughs) (laughs) $2,900 from the wrestling guy, and then simply allows the guy who comes in to rob that guy afterwards to get by and get in the elevator. And yeah. that causes Uncle Ben, allows him to then go kill Uncle Ben. And he then uh, has to deal with, like, the fact that he allowed that to happen. And that, you know, when you have these powers and you stand by and do nothing, <laughs> bad things happen, it's your fault, you know? Yeah, <laughs> this, which is directly, uh, yeah. And uh, and it's like, okay, well, this is... And so, like, all of that was, like, very touching to me. And, like, also, though, but I still, I understood, I think we all understood as... Peter Parker stood by and let that guy run by with the money, and then the guy comes up and he's like, hey, why didn't you stop him? You could have taken that guy apart. Now he's gotten away with my money, and Peter Parker repeats the guy's line back to him. I uh-huh. failed to see where that's my problem. And then in Andrew Garfield's, we have a very similar situation where they set it up. They're like, okay, well, instead, Peter Parker's just at the convenience store. He wants to get some milk, and uh, he's yeah, like... Yeah, because mm. doesn't he fall into the wrestling ring? arena at one point like isn't the wrestling arena yes, in the movie afterwards, yeah, yeah, yeah and that's where he gets and, the idea for a mask i know i was like it. who's gonna play that bone crusher guy yeah, yeah. bone saw is back from the grave <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah i know and he didn't he was just like he, so it was just in there for like that little bit just you know but then it was like the rest of the time instead they do with this convenience store robbery he wants to get a milk, it's going to be two dollars and seven cents. The guy is like, "No, you only have two o five. He tries to take two pennies from the right. take a penny, leave a penny tray. The guy's like, "No, you can't do that. Store policy, it's not you know, it's not our policy for you to take pennies." And so then he goes, "Okay, well, whatever." And so Peter Parker starts to leave without his milk. Oh, poor baby Peter, he doesn't get his milk. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then the robber goes and knocks something off the counter so that the guy has the clerk has to bend over and pick it up and the robber reaches in takes the money then takes the milk that peter didn't get to buy and tosses it to him and says thanks kid 
like Peter's now an accessory to a crime. <laughs> and then that guy runs out and shoots Uncle Ben. And so I'm just like, okay, wait, wait. In Toby wait, why was Uncle Ben there? Um, because taking a walk. <laughs> no, like I think was he, he was, looking for Peter? Yeah, he was looking for Peter. They had had an argument. Um, yeah. Also, Andrew Garfield is he's mean to his aunt and uncle like over and over again. Uh, but like, it's Sally Field, right? Sally yeah. Field. Yes, and Martin, it's Sheen. Martin Sheen. Love mm-hmm. him. He's the best Uncle Ben. It was no, it was hard. Well, because the whole time I was sitting there going like, "That's Martin Sheen. That's not an Uncle Ben." Uh, and uh, see, there you go. But and my basic point though with all this is just that in Sam Raimi's Spider-Man's um it's very serious and Tobey Maguire has been cheated out of $2,900 and it's like okay I, we can understand why he did that and things like that in Andrew Garfield's Uncle Ben dies over a $2.07 milk <laughs> it's like what what's happening Who cares? are you serious yeah. um so yeah it was just it was it was different. <laughs> uh, let's. I mean, it, it's all ready. Here's the plot of all of the first two, and then Homecoming is the only one with a really different plot. Mm-hmm. So like Spider Man becomes Spider Man, and then like someone who kind of knows that he's Spider Man like becomes a bad guy, and they're trying to like be the good person, but they're actually a bad person. They have this dual personality, uh, and then they die. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's, that is, that's pretty. <laughs> yep. Also, the guy is green. His dual personality. He's green. He turns yeah. big and green. Yes. That's... But in all three films, there is one minor character that doesn't change. He is in every single film. A minor character that's in every single one? Yep. Mm-hmm. I know who she's talking about. Who? Stanley. Oh, well, yeah, but oh. I wasn't thinking of that. Oh, dang. No, I wasn't thinking of that. I was thinking Flash. Flash, yeah, Flash, Flash is in all three of them. So he does, but he changes a lot for Homecoming, and I like that a lot, too. No, it, I didn't. But he's different. Oh, he's different in Homecoming because how is he mm-hmm. in the first one in in Spider Man sp- the Spider Man? He's a total bully. But he's a big stereotypical early two thousands player bully. bully yeah. How is he in Homecoming? He was in Magic Mike, I believe, too. That's Joe Magliano. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Right. Oh. I kept looking at him, and being like, I know who that is. Yeah. That's that's in the Justice League universe. <laughs> that's Deathstroke. <laughs> what a loser. Um, he's writing the Dungeons and Dragons movie, or he did write it because he's like a huge Dungeons and Dragons fan. Huh. Okay, okay, and then so then in the second one, he's kind of a bully, but then he kind of tries to become Peter Parker's friend. Yeah, kind of. Kind of like his his. Okay, he tries to be kind of like the Harry yeah. in the first one. But and I mean, Harry. again, with Peter staying in high school the entire time there's, like, room to explore a deeper relationship with Flash Thompson. Mostly completely unnecessary, I would say. Yeah. Like how many how many um, Spider-Man movies did Andrew Garfield do? Two. Okay. So this was the Harry, first one Harry or the second up, one? Th- this was the first one. Harry shows up in his second one. And is it the same Harry? What do you who's, mean? Who's Harry? It's, uh... No, no, no. I see what you're asking. It's Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man has no relation to Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man. It wouldn't make sense for the same person which to was, show up as the same Which as was totally... Yeah. yeah. And when we get talking mm-hmm. about more, then we have to talk about a character that I didn't like. So Flash Thompson, yeah. So Flash Thompson, and then in the third one, in Homecoming... He's just a... Uh, he's a word bully. He's not a physical bully. He never no. threatens to fight him. No, but he calls him a bad name. He <laughs> does. but So that's the thing, though, is instead he's this rich jerk versus the like high school jock <gasps> who beats you up. 
Like, and I just so. think that that's exactly how our bullies have progressed. Like yeah, that's absolutely. the bully with these words, days. yeah. And so to make the to have made him a large stature football playing thug who was tr- trying to beat up Peter Parker wouldn't really work. And the fact that also because again, like we were talking about earlier, Peter Parker still gets bullied even after he yeah gets his spider, spider powers. You right, know? exactly. But you can't like spider powers don't do anything <laughs> against words. Right. Like, yeah. You know? Like, like, so like, was... there's, there's that whole scene, and isn't there the same one in Amazing Spider-Man where like he kind of fights Flash, but he doesn't really fight Flash, where and like it, that's not in Homecoming because Flash doesn't try to fight Peter. He just so calls that's him actually an idiot. one of the things that was also a problem with uh, Amazing Spider-Man is that in the in Tobey Maguire and Sam Raimi's like um, Peter's exploring his spider powers. He doesn't know what's going on, and he gets into a fight with Flash, Flash attacks him, it's like accidental, he accidentally antagonizes Flash by throwing food on him, Flash tries to attack him, and he just is dodging and things like that, he doesn't ever antagonize, and he, and, and like, so it's like this, you know, it makes sense. In Andrew Garfield's, he's on the subway, and he wakes up, and ends up beating up a guy who's trying <laughs> to defend a woman who Andrew Garfield rips the shirt off of, so now there's a woman in a bra for sticky. no reason. Yeah, <laughs> it was kind of weird. It was like, yeah. So I don't know. It's just a couple things where it was like they um, basically were trying to clearly like retell the same scene as something in the first one, but it was like not done well to me. I cannot believe we've gone this long without talking about the spider powers. Okay, mm-hmm. Spider Man has mm-hmm. web shooters. Yes. He has always had web shooters. Yes. He's never, like, it's become natural when he gets the symbiote costume, blah, 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 blah. This whole thing of, like, Tobey Maguire shooting the web out of his wrists mm-hmm. makes zero sense when he makes the the hand motion to trigger the web shooters. Mm-hmm. Triggering the web shooters, mm-hmm. shooting web out of his actual hand makes zero sense. But, like, everyone poses like that when they're doing the Spider-Man. Well, and mm-hmm. I love the scene because he's like, come on, web! And he's, like, trying to figure out what to do. Go, and web, then... go, up, up, and away, web, I guess shazam. he, um, yeah, he, he, what do you call it when people make it up on the spot? Ad-libbed. Ad-libbed Improved. those scenes, yeah, uh, with the up, up, and away and the shazam basically ripping them straight from DC Comics. But it's not yeah. illegal because he made it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that, I mean... The Fantastic Four movie did that, not the garbage. Well, sorry, the first garbage one, not the most recent garbage one, where it was like Fantastic Four two or something, where like they were gonna, the Fantastic Four was gonna split up, and like the things like, what are we gonna do? Are me and Johnny gonna call ourselves something weird, like the dynamic duo? And it's like, yeah, I guess. I see what Whatever. you did there. Yeah, um, but yeah, so so I yeah, that that's why to me Tobey Maguire is so far at the bottom too, because it's not his fault. The web swinging thing is not his fault. It also makes zero sense when you think about it because he's wearing a full body costume. Mm-hmm. How does the web shoot out of his wrist? Yeah, I see. Once he's <laughs> once yeah. he's like covered and everything. Yeah, I guess. But I am gonna say like and part of it is again just like grew up on it. But like I knew when I was a kid because I was already watching Spider Man comic or Spider Man cartoons and things like that at the time. I knew that they were supposed to be web shooters. I knew that he could run out of web. When yeah. it happened at first, I was like. Well, it's stupid that he can't run out of web because it doesn't um, limit. It does, it, it, you know, it, because it doesn't limit him. Yeah, like that's supposed to be a limiter on Spider-Man that he can run run out of webbing. But the more I got used to it, I feel like it was okay that they just made it a power. Um, I will say I disagree with Sam Raimi's purpose. He said that um, 
that's crazy. He's a he's a high schooler. How could he have come up with web fluid? How could he have invented his own web shooters? And I'm like, because I don't think you're giving Spider-Man credit. You know? Yeah, like he's, but it, he's in smart. one of the other movies, he's he's both the other movies. Yeah, he develops he, his own web shooters. Yeah, he, got it. He develop, yeah he develops his own web shooters. Mm-hmm. I watched almost all of them in one day, so they're starting to kind of push together. Sure, sure. Um, uh, I mean, we we can just start talking villains real quick. Uh, yes. We'll, 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 we'll plow through the villains really quick. So, Willem Dafoe's Power Ranger, I mean Green Goblin. <laughs> <laughs> he, he looks like, looks a, like pa- a Power Ranger. He does look like, like a Power I was yeah. like, what? It's, it's Oh, man, is it not good. It's yeah. not so oh. good. Also, it created a lot of problems because with the mask and how the mask had the always open mouth and you could see it through, through see Willem Dafoe's regular mouth through the mesh, it's not moving to the words he's saying more than half of the movie. <laughs> Oh, I didn't even notice. Yeah, it's difficult to notice, but that okay. it. I was upset. <laughs> That's the thing, too, is the first Spider-Man movie has a lot of errors. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of errors. When Uncle Ben is dropping him off at the library, right. quotes, the scene that is happening behind Peter is not a library. It's like a park. And or a like museum a building. Or yeah, something. it's a museum. And then when he gets out, it is completely different. <laughs> it's a comp- like I was like, no, maybe it's just the angle. Nope, there's no bushes. <laughs> there's a staircase. It's a library. Yeah. Like it's not the same spot. Um, um, another thing though that was not mistakes, but was very cool uh, scene was just I wanted to mention it was the uh, scene you know where again right there at the beginning where he's kind of discovering his powers and uh, he's sitting in the cafeteria. Mary Jane walks by. And slips, the, and he catches her, and then catches all the food on the tray. Uh huh. He really did that. Yeah, that's pr- not CGI or an effect. Yeah. They they like he. I mean, they it, it took wasn't him 156 a, takes. Yeah, and they put sticky stuff on his hand so that the tray would stick to his hand, and then, and then everything else he just caught. Wow. And you can actually notice the Jello is really lopsided when he catches. Wow. But yeah, I mean, so like these movies are fun. These movies are fun. I mean, we talked about the original Spider-Man so much, but like, but like Amazing Spider-Man really does have some fun things. Uh, the first two Spider-Man do do something that the third doesn't do that I think really kind of like hinders it a little bit, which I'm kind of, I didn't realize that Homecoming didn't do this until I watched the other two that do do this. It is not always Spider-Man versus the villain. It's Spider-Man and New York versus the villain. Spider-Man, mm-hmm. first and foremost, is yes. a New Yorker. There's yes. a scene, a line from the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man uh, where some guy yells off the bridge after they're, they're throwing trash at Green Goblin. <laughs> right. They're like, visually, not great. But, but so like, funny. So and he's fun. all, ooh, ooh, ooh. And he goes, uh, and they say, you mess with Spider-Man, you mess with New York. Yeah. Like, Yes, <laughs> but but that I mean the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man thing like that's Spider-Man's right. whole thing. Hey Spider-Man, do a flip! <laughs> <laughs> oh, guy. And he's like, okay, okay. And then the the guy behind him with the boombox just goes, not bad, not bad. <laughs> I think though, like, because Taylor and I have like we said at the top of the episode, we've seen every single Marvel movie. Right. Mm-hmm. Up at this point, the Marvel movies were getting a little too funny, in our opinion. Mm-hmm. They were relying too much on humor and less on story, less on heart, and more just like joke, 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 joke. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man Homecoming had the perfect balance of humor mm-hmm. and story. Okay, humor yeah, I would heart, definitely be- give because that, yeah. it really, to me, and this is why I kind of think also you don't like it. Because you know what it reminds me of? What? The John Hughes 80s... Ferris Bueller. It's not just... It's supposed to remind you. Yeah. I mean, for there's a scene of Ferris Bueller in it, and he's running across yeah. the backyard. And he goes, you know. great movie! 
Uh-huh. That people are watching oh, Ferris Bueller. Oh, I was wondering. I was like, what movie was that? It's Ferris Bueller when he's running through the yard. I and, do, okay, I do have to admit, the, 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 yeah, the running scene mm-hmm. when he said all these little cute, mm-hmm. oh, I did it again, all these little comments, mm-hmm. so funny. But his quips, he's the best Spider-Man quip-wise. Like, for like, sure. He's so just like... Like, he's Spider-Man. Like, he's good with the quips. And, like, the thing is, too, that I will agree. So, like, Tobey Maguire, he calls Green Goblin Gobby once. (laughs) (laughs) Like, that's, like, the extent of his quips. That's it. Yeah, and Um, he also, like... I feel like, also, like, Green Goblin figures out pretty quick that Spider-Man is Peter Parker. And they don't put on voices. mm -hmm. They're like, hello, I'm Spider-Man. Whoa, it's me, Peter Parker. Was Spider-Man just here? Yeah. And everyone's like... Yep, that those are two separate people. Sure, and like he, Norman Osborn's like, "Hello, Peter," and Peter's like, "Hello, Norman." They like run away into a broom closet. They both come back. It's like <laughs> I'm Spider Man, and I'm, I'm the, the Green Goblin. <laughs> like, yeah, neither of us seem to recognize the other. Right. Um, and but yeah, and uh, I think that. Um. Yeah, I mean, but like that—that that was the thing too. So I really liked in the third one in Homecoming where uh, Vulture actually said, your voice sounds kind of familiar, do I? Can I just tell you? Let's talk about that scene. Are we going to jump all the way to the third one real quick? Amazing Spider-Man exists. Okay. (laughs) Let's let's, let's jump to Homecoming. No, but if we're going to do Amazing Spider-Man, can we just say one thing? Yeah. I didn't like Emma Stone as the girlfriend. As Gwen Stacy? Why? Because I didn't believe she was in high school, but I didn't realize that Andrew Garfield was 25 when he made this. Yeah, Mm -hmm. he he seems young. She seems younger, but he seems... she seems younger than her actual age. He seems really young. Like, I was surprised to find out he was 25. Yeah, because I, th- I was going to look it up and I just forgot. Tom Holland was an actual teenager. Oh, well, there's no doubt. Yeah, yeah. Teen. I was going to say, I don't think he's 14, but I think no, he's... No, I think he's like 16 or 17. He was 19 when they filmed. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. So he's young. Um, yeah. Okay, so that one exists. Okay, okay that was fine. So I didn't like Gwen Stacy. The lizard, but okay, whatever. We'll talk about oh, it more later, maybe. I <laughs> love the lizard actor. Oh, what's his name? Reese... He's been in so much Rears stuff. I can't. I can't yeah. pronounce it. it. He's been in a lot of stuff. Love him. Wasn't I'm really crazy about I'm him. Okay. <laughs> wasn't crazy about him as a bad guy because I like him as a good guy. Mm-hmm. But it was kind of, okay. But he was kind of a good guy when he wasn't a crazy lizard monster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when he only had one arm, then he was okay. Um, let's go to the. Let's talk about homecoming. Okay. Okay. So the whole reveal. The, Michael Keaton is the vulture who Michael Keaton is awesome. Great scene also in Homecoming. Uh, vulture flies up in front of the moon and spreads his wings, and it's a total Batman reference. It's beautiful because <laughs> it's so like eh. It's something that the bat he does with the Batwing in, in yeah the Batwing flies up in front of so the moon great. and then keeps going. But uh, no, I, I Michael Keaton is perfect for Vulture. Mm-hmm. He was super like because, I love Michael Keaton so. Here's something that's going to sound weird about Spider-Man. Okay. Batman, to me, has to fight guys his own age. Right. Spider-Man can fight anybody. Mm-hmm. Like, and seems Spider-Man, to fight mostly older people. But, I mean, like, Spider-Man villains could be an old guy. Could right. Could be a young guy. It could right. be anybody. Because it's just whoever's going to threaten New York, that's who Spider-Man's going to fight. Right. Like, it, it's almost weird if Batman goes and beats up an old man. Like, even if the old man's like, I'm going to rob a bank. And Batman just comes and, like, snaps his leg. It's like, <laughs> hey, maybe... Chill out, Batman. Like, <laughs> Just relax. He's an old dude. Like, but um, like, it works for Spider-Man to fight Vulture. It works for Spider-Man to fight the Lizard. Mm-hmm. Like all these different characters. These three characters are very different. Right. 
Um, did you know that uh, Vincent D'Onofrio has asked Kevin Page if he could be in the Spider-Man movies? Oh. He, so he is Kingpin in the Daredevil yeah, oh, show. Yeah, I know who he, he is. Needs, oh, we need to see Kingpin face off against Spider-Man. because be so perfect. Oh, yes. Because Vincent D'Onofrio is so intimidating is. and so, so terrifying. So Vincent D'Onofrio, DC? No, he's Marvel. Marvel, he's, okay. He's King Kingpin Ken is Marvel? in the yeah. Daredevil show. Yeah, yeah so I just get him on my stuff. have him play that actual character Sorry. in uh, no, Spider-Man see, he, as well. He is, I've always thought he was, okay, we always talk about, we could have, I would be so like, ah, if he came on our podcast. I have listened to him talk for like two hours. He's He was on one of uh, Dax Shepard, is that his name? Yeah. Dax Shepard's podcast, Armchair Expert, and just to hear him talk for just like two and a half hours. Um, he needs to come on our podcast. But he's uh, one of my mom's boyfriends. Like you know, you got <laughs> yeah. all your boyfriends. Really? Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's one of mine too. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've always liked so him. Cool. I've liked him since Adventures in Babysitting when he played Thor. Which blew my mind to find out that that was Vincent D'Onofrio. I don't even. I don't think I've even seen that. That's Are you serious? No. Yeah. Okay, you have to come over and we'll watch it together. Okay. That movie's really good. It's um, a fun one. Okay, so uh, so Homecoming. Yes. So we, we get this whole thing of they don't they changed Vulture's character a lot, but it works. It's fine. Well, it's I love King, it. Yeah. It's cool. It's he's not this weird old man. He's older. He's a dad. Well, and they established it right at the beginning. He like puts on the reading glasses and then makes a sort of racist comment. And it's <laughs> like, yeah, we get it. You're old. Like, <laughs> yeah. right. It worked. Yeah. Right. Like in the comics at one point, like, okay, he like, but he, here's my problem. In the comics, he tries to date Aunt May. Because she's old and he's old. But, like, at the same time, obviously this vulture wouldn't because he's very committed to his wife and his family. But, yeah, he's even older than Aunt May. Mm-hmm. Like, for sure. Like Well, with Marissa Tomei, Aunt May. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, Who, Marissa Tomei, Aunt May, I love. She's Because here's the thing to me. She's a different Aunt May. She's not established Aunt May because he's not established Spider-Man yet. So okay. here's also the thing is that if you really look at it, okay. and this is hard, no one likes this, but... Tony Stark is the Uncle Ben of the MCU right now. So, like, she needs to be around Tony Stark's age, not... Okay. You know what I mean? But like, even though they're not actually dating either. Right. It's kind of and this, Tony like, Stark is cute, so that's yeah. okay. Well, and that's the whole thing. Hello, I love Robert that Downey Jr. When he says that, like, oh, you filming this? Uh, hey, May, what are you wearing? Something skimpy, Hope. Okay, can, you can... <laughs> okay, that's that. inappropriate. Go ahead. Start over. Let's... So, and I was thinking, I was trying to think, and I'm sure, I wonder in the 80s if... He and Marissa Tomei were ever in movies together. I'm, I'm sure, sure they that were. they had to have been. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. Because they're, they're about the same age. But so, so we get this whole thing in Homecoming where he's pining after... Spider-Man is pining after this girl, Liz. Yes. Who is nobody, I think. Uh, Liz Toomes, I believe, is someone from... Or no, Liz... No, just Liz. Because she wasn't Liz Toomes. Isn't That's it Liv? No, Liz. Oh, Liz. Liz. Yeah. Liz. So she's... So she's uh, in this, they made her Vulture's daughter, but, like, in the comics, it was just a character named Liz who went to his high school. That's it. Okay. I feel that they actually sort of made her Gwen Stacy in this. Like, they gave her a lot of Gwen Stacy treatment, the sweater and the skirt, and the, yeah. you know, they, they the dressed her up girlfriend like, kind of thing. They so dressed like, her up yeah. like Gwen Stacy, was, which was not an accident, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but so... Dropped her down an elevator shaft. <laughs> yeah, snapped her neck. Um, <laughs> but that's what happens to Gwen Stacy. Stacy? When Stacy gets your neck snapped, <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, she dies. Yeah, that's that's. But that's why he ends up with Mary Jane is because Gwen is his high school girlfriend, and Green Goblin drops her down a bell tower. Actually, the uh, scene in the 
Tobey Maguire one yeah, where yeah, yeah. Uh, he throws her off the bridge. That's where he Gwen. throws Mary the... Jane off the bridge. Uh-huh. In that's the comics, Gwen. that's Gwen. And she then dies. when so... he tries to catch both of them, basically, the, the other people that Green Goblin's doing, he, like, sends a web after Gwen and then, like, doesn't support her properly and it snaps her neck when she... When so, he so technically, Spider-Man killed her. Yeah. <gasps> oh, that's... In the comics. Yes, in the yes, yes. With great power comes great responsibility. Um, but to, <laughs> 42 you, times. Yeah, but you can't save everybody, you know? Right. A- a- and that's kind of what he realizes as being Spider-Man. Um, and so, yeah, so that's the whole thing. And the fact they never made a third one, it's like she dies, and then he's kind of were like, eh, no more. Oh, there you go. Because, um, right, she dies in Amazing Spider-Man 2, right? Yeah. Yeah. And they never, they were going to do a third, and then they just scrapped it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, they were going to do a fourth of the original Spider-Man movies, uh-huh. which was going to have Vulture, and it was going to be John Malkovich. Oh, yeah, <laughs> no. See, you say that, but, like, even this vulture, like, I I can imagine that being John Malkovich, just like, I am the vulture, and I'm going to use my powers. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm, nothing against John Malkovich, but I don't really care for creepy. him. He's creepy. Yeah, I don't care but, for like, him. like, that's perfect. Like, I, I think, like, there's a couple guys that could have played this role and would have done it really well. Alec Baldwin would have been a really good... But he's that age and that kind no, of like... I don't like him. But Michael Keaton, Alec Baldwin, John Malkovich, they're just on the... Oh, they're right. just my dad. But then that one step and they're like, oh, they're slimy. Right, mm-hmm. exactly. Like Michael Keaton is just a dad. He's such a goofy... Michael, when, oh. when Peter shows up to the house to pick <gasps> up Liz... I was like, And no! the door opens and it's Michael Keaton and you're like... And Peter, you're feeling what Peter's feeling. You're the, oh my God, like, how, how did I miss this? How did this happen? What's going on, you know? We and were like, sitting in the theater, and I just remember the entire theater going, oh. Collective. Oh, yeah, like, <laughs> just like, oh. <laughs> like, and uh, we're all, and like, you know, yeah, and he comes in, and you can just see him the whole time. He's trying so hard to just be a normal high schooler and just, like, pick up his, his homecoming date and give her the corsage and take the pictures. But he's like, <laughs> you know, so uncomfortable. You can see it. He's white as a ghost. And, like, Vulture comments on it. But Vulture's standing there just being a goof, being a dorky dad. Because like, I, no. I don't think he realized it right just at first. Yes, no. I think in the car in when the he's car. driving. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then he, the he, best scene where the villain discovers who Spider-Man is in Amazing Spider-Man. Oh, camera, I picked it up. Property of Peter Parker, crush camera. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In, uh... In the original Spider-Man, it's like he kind of already assumes it, yeah. and we don't know why he assumes it. And then he's like, "And there there's a cut on his arm." <laughs> yeah, on Thanksgiving, there's a cut on his arm. That's Spider-Man, and it's like, I mean, the voice didn't give it away. And then Norbert Osborn like storms out of in the middle of Thanksgiving because you know planning to kill Spider-Man can't <laughs> wait. And then like when Harry goes and asks him like, "Hey, where are you going, Dad?" He's like. Your girlfriend's whore. He's like, whoa, relax, Dad. Yeah. I know. I was like, <laughs> whoops. And, he's like, and she's like, thanks for standing up for me. And he's like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. And it's like, maybe just say no. Yeah. <laughs> just be like, not true, Dad. Shut and up, not- Dad. Yeah. Um, but so homecoming. So yeah, that, that scene, though, of that. <sighs> so Because good. they get you so hard on that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, wait, what? Uh, so the good. cast in that movie, incredible as well. Uh, all the teachers, Martin Starr. Uh, the teachers oh. are perfect. They're so good. Martin Starr. Also, I would like to say I'm entering it here as official MCU canon. He is the same character from The Incredible Hulk. Yeah. He just has now gotten a degree and he works He's as a in teacher. Incredible Hulk <laughs> from 2008. He's just like, in the novelization, they say that he's Amadeus Cho. 
Oh, okay. But okay. it's not said in the actual movie. Mm-hmm. So they're he's, just like, And in the cast, I believe he's just billed as, um, like, graduate student or something yeah. like that. So he's like, yeah. Um, the cast list. Hannibal Burris is the PE teacher. So good. And, like, With he's just standing the... on the wrong side of the TV when Captain, Captain America, America points, your friend! Oh, my yeah. My friend! Your gym teacher! Yeah. So. I'm pretty sure that guy's a war criminal now, but... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, whatever they make us watch it. Okay, we have to talk about what? the other special guest star person. Ned. The know. guy in the chair. No, I special. love, I love Ned. I just want to give him a little hug and say, "Go, Ned!" Uh, but that's not who I wanted to talk about. Who you want to talk about? I forget the guy's name. Stanley. No, I always look for him every time. Um, no, Glover. Don, Don Glover. Glover. He was perfect in Homecoming. He was really great. Yeah. So the whole thing, I mean, we could talk about that too. Is the whole thing with Donald Glover being in Spider-Man: Homecoming started with Amazing Spider-Man. He was, at the time he was on Community, playing kind of a nerdy character, but not really. And they were talking about rebooting Spider-Man. Like, just, it was coming up that they were going to reboot okay. Spider-Man. And somebody tweeted, hey, Donald Glover should play Spider-Man. And he retweeted it and wrote, hey, that's that's a fun thought. Like, who doesn't love Spider-Man? I too, sure. Sure. Hashtag Donald for Spider-Man. And the internet blew up. Some people were super on board with it and were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And other people were like flipping out. Like, he can't be black. Spider-Man cannot be black. This is ridiculous. And then they made him British, which is worse. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And so then, after that, the character Miles Morales was created, who is a Spider-Man from an alternate dimension. Yes. Where Peter Parker died in his dimension. Yes. Depending Mm -hmm. on the the iteration. But Peter Parker is dead in this dimension. So Miles becomes Spider-Man. And this all happened after the whole Donald Glover thing, blah, blah, blah. And now this Into the Spider-Verse movie, that's Miles. Uh, and even Donald Glover... Does Donald Glover mention having a nephew? He does. Yes. It's Miles. He says, I got, a, I got my... a nephew who lives in this area. Yeah, I don't want those weapons. Yeah. It's and, Miles. And I thought it was so funny when he said, um, you got to get better at this. <laughs> yeah, he's also a character named Aaron Davis, which is Miles Morales' uncle. Um, he's also a villain in the Spider-Man universe known as the Prowler, who basically his main thing is like he climbs up walls. Uh, kind of but like he Spider-Man. like he flips he's some, he's like kind of anti-heroish mm-hmm. like he's mm-hmm. sometimes a villain sometimes he's a good guy he just kind of whatever he feels is right but in the scene where he's purchasing the illegal weapons mm-hmm. uh, they're offering him all kinds of things they're like we got this we got that we got anti-grav climbing gloves and he goes whoa anti-grav climbing gloves like let me think I, of those I noticed that yeah because like, yeah, yeah, he's the prowler mm-hmm. um, so yeah Donald Glover showing up is like a fun thing of like look while he's not Spider-Man he's in it and yeah, I just yeah. love how he, like, feels like he's, like, almost, like, drugged out the entire time. But, like, he's fun, you know? And the, the hey, no, you you got to come back here and undo this. I got ice cream in here, man. <laughs> no, sorry, you're a criminal. You deserve that. <laughs> sorry, Mr. Criminal. Uh, Homecoming is the best written one, for sure. I, I would say, mm-hmm. yes. Like, it's definitely the it's best so, written one. It's fun. Every single just scene of just interaction, like, hey, computer lady. <laughs> I know. Lady now, in the suit. Lady in the suit. What should I call you? Karen. I'm going to call you Karen. Yeah. And he's like, how long are you? She's oh, like, no. He's like, oh, I'm going to name you Liz. And then he's like, wait, no, that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's weird. <laughs> um, I love also, Karen was uh, played by Jennifer Connelly, which is a reference again to the John Hughes movies, because Jennifer Connelly was in the John Hughes movies. And, uh, yeah, right. And she also is married to Paul Bettany, who plays Isn't Jarvis. Isn't she Friday? I didn't know she was also Karen. Is it the same voice? I thought she's uh, Iron Man's Friday. I know she's Karen. She might be Friday, too. Oh. But it's... Uh, yeah, I know she... Yeah, she. I was looking it up, and it was like, oh, yeah, she's Karen. She plays Paul... Uh, you know, Paul Bettany was Iron Vision. Man's voice, and then... Her, her husband. She, yeah. yeah, yeah, I know who Paul Bettany is. I like um, him, too. But, so, yeah, no, I... Uh, to me, yeah, 
just Spider-Man becoming Spider-Man, which this is what I like, is this was not an origin story. Homecoming's not an origin story. He's already been Spider-Man for a little bit Mm because in his own little homemade suit that he runs Mm -hmm. around in. Right. Mm -hmm. But this is him truly becoming Mm Spider-Man. Like becoming the hero that is Spider-Man. Friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Yeah, becoming the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Oh my goodness. When when him and Tony are in the car at the beginning and Tony leads over. Oh my gosh, that was the funniest (laughs) scene ever. And he's like, and he hugs him. He's like, we're not there yet. (laughs) We're not there yet. Uh, And also, Happy, who's like, hey, I need a moment with the kid. And he's like, oh yeah, you're just going to kick me out of the car. You know, like that he goes and he gets the scene. Hello, John Favreau. So do you know The director? Not of this one. No, but I'm saying he is a director. He's Mm -hmm. played Happy in all the Iron Man movies. While Robert Downey Jr.'s contract or whatever is like done, and he's probably going to be done after this, man, I hope they keep happy. Mm-hmm. Like, like, I sure I loved Spider-Man's interactions with Tony, but I really want to watch him continue to interact with Happy. I sure. think so. Yeah. So, and here's a question I have for you, Mom, which okay. you probably have no answer to, and that's fine. Iron Man is selling Avengers Tower, right? That's the whole subplot. Yes. Up until this point, and this movie came out, what, f- three, four years ago? Mm-hmm. Well, it was, it was actually 2017, but yeah. Yeah, but so two years ago? We don't know who he's selling one it to. One year ago. Or, yeah, one year ago? We don't know who he's selling it to. Right. Who is he selling it to? Is he selling it to Oscorp? Is it, like, are they going to introduce Norman Osborn? Is he selling Could it be. to the Fantastic, the Fantastic Four? Is he selling oh. it to... Who is he selling it to... That's going to buy this. It's going to make that a Uncle Ben. And he's <laughs> selling it to Uncle Ben. No, he's not dead. Not in this one. There's yes, no he, Uncle Ben. Mom, they, talk, well, they don't say she, it directly. Yeah. But Peter Aunt shows May's like been, crying almost. And he's like, Aunt May's been through a lot recently. Like, I can't do that to her. This is yeah, uh, I can't do it to her. She's been through a lot. Um, I love when he, Peter goes into the Italian restaurant and gets the sandwich. And he goes, and the, the guy's speaking Italian to the other guy. He goes, oh, his... His aunt is so hot and blah, blah. And then just in Italian, Furious goes, hey, how's your daughter? Yeah, like, and the $10. sandwich. I was going to say, the sandwich went for 5 to $10. That was Hey, what? Come on. No, that's fine. I'm just kidding. Um, but I love that Peter's um, friendly neighborhood Spider-Man-ness. The notes he writes. The, uh, hey, is this your bike? If not, don't steal it. Spider-Man. Uh, at the end, found. Flying vulture guy. Spider-Man. P.S. Sorry about your plane. <laughs> it's like. I know. It was. I, I, I do have to admit it was It's so cute. endearing. Like, it is. And cute. I like that that vulture knows who Spider-Man is. Mm-hmm. But he's not like, I'm going to get your family. Like, he's just like, look. Yeah. I know. You know. Walk away right now. And then even at the end in the prison with like where. Like, Scorpion walks up and he's like, I heard you know who Spider-Man is, or whatever. And Vulture's like, nope, I don't. Mm-hmm. Yep. And like, I mean, that, I think, is a big part. Like, Vulture was thankful for Spider-Man uh, saving him, you know? Like, he, right. He, they owed each other one. Mm-hmm. And now they're even. Yeah. But he, so he's not going to go, like, there's the exactly. Vulture's still going to be a villain. Yes. But he respects it. Because now the whole rumor is we're going to get a Sinister Six movie in the whole Spider-Man thing. So Spider-Man versus six of his all-time villains. Okay. So. Like a Suicide Squad. Yeah. Except for Suicide Squad is us supposed to be relating to the villains and being like, oh, I see where you guys can be good guys and do good things. And it's like, not really. This is a team of bad guys fighting our one good guy. Okay. A team of bad guys going, why don't we all just work together to get Mm Spider-Man? And then they all come together. Um, Okay. Apparently one of us can't kill a teenager by ourselves. <laughs> so, so we need five other even friends. with superpowers. I love when Vulture has his wings and he almost uses them like giant hands to pick Spider-Man up. 
Yes. Because they're all like they're all like broken, and he like picks Spider Man up with it. I was like, that's really cool. I love when on the ferry and Spider Man's t- attaching all the webs to him, and then he like reaches up and he cuts the webs with the like the feathers on the wings. And I'm just like, dude, he must have some nutso crazy like controls on that thing. You right. Know? It was good. I uh, and wears the bomber jacket. Okay. Of the three villains, uh, well, let's, let's like we ranked Spider Man. Okay. We're going to rank the three villains. Okay. Okay, Mom, you're going to go first. Okay. Number one is Vulture. Yeah, 100%. Number two is William Defoe. Yeah, William Defoe. Number three is Lizard Man. <laughs> Good old Lizard Man. Yeah, I uh, mine's the same. Sorry. Mine's the same. Number one, Dr. Octopus. <laughs> <laughs> Number two, Paul Giamatti's Rhino. <laughs> Dr. Octopus shows up in Spider-Man 2. Paul Giamatti's Rhino shows up in Amazing Spider-Man 2 for like two seconds. They teased it so Three, hard. Jake Gyllenhaal's Mysterio. Okay. I can't wait for that. Yeah. They Jake, did. They teased so it so thing, hard. Is, so of the Spider-Man Marvel Cinematic Universe movies, yes. the villain of the first one was Michael Keaton. Okay. Mm-hmm. The villain of the second one is going to be Jake Gyllenhaal. A huge age gap. Right. So that's why I like that Spider-Man could just fight anybody. Right. Like, it works that it's somebody that, like... Yeah. He, he can kind of just fight someone who's causing a problem. Yeah. Right. I would agree with you guys also on the ranking. Just probably Vulture, then Green Goblin, then... Lizard. Uh, Lizard. But I, there's a big space between Vulture and Green Goblin, because I really don't like that whole Power Rangers villain yeah, thing he looks they did so there. stupid. Um, and it, then the Lizard, the reason he's got to be at the bottom is, one, we should have seen a lot more lab coat Lizard. Just Lizard yeah. wearing the lab coat would have been a lot more fun. And, and two, pants. he needed a... Yeah. <laughs> and two, he needed a snout. Like, he I looked like a like Goomba the from the Mario movie. He did. Yes. And, so th- and that's the bad thing, too, is like, uh, he didn't look like a, a normal Goomba or a normal Cooper or whatever. He he looked like the ones from the shunned, awful <laughs> Mario movie that no one likes. Like, Yeah. Right, he really did. Mm-hmm. Um, like, Mark Webb, what are you doing? Uh, what else do we want to talk about? I don't know. So that's what we're going to talk about. So director in the, in the Amazing Spider-Man was Mark Webb. Yes, mm-hmm. 500 Days of Summer. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. Okay, and then the one, the director for this for the homecoming, John Watts. And would I know anything that he's done? No, but he's a big John Hughes fan. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> you know who wrote it though. John Francis Daly was one of the writers. You're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you know who John Francis Daly is? No, but it sounds like I should. Sweets from Bones, but also. The little, the little mm-hmm. kid from Freaks and Geeks. That's why Martin Starr's in it because yep. they're friends. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Um, also, I did want to say uh, some other cool facts about him. Just so, like I had said, the Sam Raimi Spider-Man was released in 2002, which was Spider-Man's 40th anniversary. Right. Amazing Spider-Man was in 2012, 50th. Yes. And Homecoming came out in 2017, the 55th. So nice. See, they all cool. have they a They were plan. all right on the uh, marks there, as well as the music. Like I said, the first one was done by Danny Elfman. Love it. Um, the second one was by some guy like James Horner. I don't think I'm familiar with familiar, him. Familiar, but I don't. Um, and then Homecoming was Michael Giacchino, which... Up. Really That's how I know him. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. He's, yeah, he's pretty big. That. He's pretty okay. well-known at this point. So, so I have an idea. So for the Marvel Cinematic Universe, a lot of the characters in the previous Spider-Man movies haven't shown up yet. Okay. If Norman Osborn was to walk on screen in Spider-Man Homecoming, or 2, or whatever, or Far From Home, is what they're calling it. Okay. Spider-Man Far From Home. Norman Osborn walks on screen. Uh-huh. Who is Norman Osborn? Well, James Matthew Franco. Matthew McConaughey has actually uh, shown interest, I guess, but... No, no, no not Harry, Mom. Norman, the dad. I know. Mm-hmm. You think James Fra- 
Oh, because it, it's... I see your oh. point. Because, oh. because <laughs> the time has gone. So it's yeah. what? It's If they did that in 2002, oh. that's 16, 16 years. years. I don't hate that at all, actually. No, I know not Harry. Like, the nor- He could play his dad. He yeah. looks like... He I even, see your point. I see but your not point. Matt. It's, see, I don't think Matthew McConaughey because he's too smooth. He's no, too but Nor- Norman's a little... He's pretty Norman's smooth. A he becomes the president of the United States at one point in the comic books. Oh, okay. So then in, that works. He, but... become in, in, he becomes all sorts of things. He becomes a president. He becomes the governor of New York. Like okay. He, he, he can become smooth, but that's his thing. Is that just like with Alec Baldwin and, and Michael Keaton and these other kind of guys? You have to be able to play that smooth, creepy line so thin. Well, and Matthew McConaughey can play creepy because he showed he can play creepy because he was in Magic Mike. He yeah, he's gross, but like mud. Like he's he's. Creepy. I haven't he's seen like, him yeah, in anything else. I was gonna else. say mud and uh, Wolf of Wall Street. He's he's a little creepy in both. Okay, Wolf he of would, Wall Street. He's barely in. To be he honest. would never do it because of money or because he's like too good for like superhero movies. Leonardo DiCaprio as as Green Goblin. No. Feels too young to me. Maybe I I don't know the whole um, Django Unchained stuff yeah. that he did. Like really makes me rethink his ability. So. I'm trying to think, like, there's, there's someone that they're going to cast, and it's going to be like, oh, See, duh. that's the best thing about the MCU, though, too, is, like, I'm always constantly just like, who could they get? I can't, maybe this guy? This guy would be okay. This guy would be pretty good. And then whoever they cast is like, why didn't I think of that? Oh, my I, gosh. I just thought of somebody, but then I realized he's already. Who? I was thinking of um, the guy who plays, but he's already he's already a In character. In movies, yeah. Yeah, I forgot that he was. He was, he played Hank Williams in I Saw the Light. Loki. It's Loki. And I went, oh, wait, no, he can't. He can't be Which two Which is people. funny because Loki also ran for president. Oh, well, then there you go. <laughs> um, but, I mean, he, I think he could play the Green Goblin, too, but he can't because he's Loki. Yeah. He's too thin to me. Well, he's he could. someone who's a little bit. He could add some weight. You no, know, but, like, the barrel-chestedness of, mm-hmm. Got of it. like, that Norman needs to look like how Flash looked. Oh, Joe Magliano. Maybe. Yeah. I can see it. I can see it a little bit. What do you bit. think, Taylor? What are you thinking? I don't know. It's, it's, I always find these questions to be very hard because I, uh, you know, I don't know. But I was thinking, I think I told Ruben earlier this week, too, like that uh, I would love to see Mark Hamill play an MCU Dr. Octopus. Yeah. Um, well, even on the Amazon Prime, um, so as you know, because mm-hmm. you listen to the show, I always watch Amazon Prime and they always have all those little cheat notes. Yeah. And it said at the end of the homecoming that mark hamill said he would be the vulture yeah, if michael be, if yeah, michael keaton didn't to michael keaton but if he didn't want it that he wanted he yeah. would take it and i was like please bring mark hamill into the MCU. yeah something do let's that. do that this uh, is an older article but i i just googled a green goblin mcu to see like what would the and this is like eight people that could uh that could play the that could play Norman Osborn in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. One of them is Kevin Spacey. Yikes. Yeah. Not anymore. Yeah, not anymore. This is a two-year-old, this is a two-year-old article. Um, Brian Cranston. Yes, no. please. Never mind. We're done. <laughs> yeah. Shut it down. Brian Cranston. <laughs> no. Brian Cranston would be amazing. I'm also, surprised Brian Cranston. he's already played a Power Rangers villain, so... <laughs> and, and the face. Zordon. And the face. <laughs> right. But, like, I think Brian Cranston would be great at that. Okay. Because here's the thing. Ooh, I'm sorry, Taylor. Just imagine Brian Cranston being like that serious businessman. Right. But then like also I can hear him being like Spider-Man. Like you know what though? Wait. <laughs> Spider-Man. Throw Green Goblin out the window. Brian Cranston is J. Jonah Jameson. 
Yeah, I'm good with that too. Be, <laughs> like, I mean, I'm good with Brian Cranston being anything. Yeah, else. okay. I <laughs> I, I want him as J. Jonah Jameson instead. Because I could the the cigar chomping, the yelling, like it works. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it works too well actually. Um, he just. I am gonna say though that where we pretty much clearly have to go with the Daily Bugle, we're getting off track. But my point is that like it it can't be a newspaper anymore. No. It's got to be some sort of like online social media outlet, that kind of a thing, probably. Right. And it would be weird to have Brian Cranston, this like almost sixty year old man, be <laughs> in charge of that. You know. Well, in the Spider Man PS4 game, they turned a J. Jonah Jameson from like this newspaper guy to this Alex Jones conspiracy theory news, like mm-hmm. very like very far right like the government's controlling this and Mm -hmm. this and that because he's so against spider-man he's like a conspiracy theorist okay so like like this isn't real and and crisis actors like i like that like i like the idea that like he's so into hating spider-man he's not a villain he's just a a crazy person who has his own radio show that just screams about how horrible spider-man is what no that's not us (laughs) (laughs) We're um, just crazy podcasters. <laughs> Sounds uh, good. Okay, um, I think that's really One it. thing I really wanted to bring up, though, also because specifically because of something you guys talked about on a previous episode, a, a recent episode, um, is Spider-Man uh, in Homecoming. He okay. disguises his, again, the with the whole, like, hey, does your voice sound kind of familiar and things like that, Like, but, like, he d- he does disguise his voice at one point when he's Spider-Man. Well, there's there is the part where he uses the suit to do it, and for intimidation mode and all that. I know what a girl sounds like. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But uh, but when he um, but actually at one point when he's in the elevator with his classmates saving them from the Washington Monument, he you know disguises his voice himself, and he just kind of is like he actually does kind of a New York accent, which is great. He's like. Hey there! How how can I help you? I'm Spider Man. I'm here to help. Don't worry, guys. It's fine, you know. And like, and like, my point about that was I wanted to say when you guys a couple weeks ago were uh, watching The Dark Knight, and uh, you guys were talking about how like Christian Bale is like I'm Batman, like right, you know. And it's like, well, that's the thing is for me, you can disguise your voice. You superheroes, I think, in a lot of ways, especially Batman, should disguise his voice. Um, but, like, not that way. <laughs> like, you know, you don't have to put gravel in a blender and then swallow it in order That's to so uh, weird. Yeah. in order to disguise your voice. You right. can just make it a little deeper. Somebody online <laughs> said Toby Maguire should play the Green Goblet. No. <sighs> that I mean, like, it'd be a little weird, right? <laughs> yeah. Be, he's know. not. He also has the least intimidating voice. Yeah. Like, he can't play a villain because he's like, I'm here. <laughs> it's like, okay. Yeah, no. mm-hmm. Um, I also wanted to say in Homecoming, I um, totally lost my train of thought. Darn it. Never mind. It was something that I, I thought was a funny part, and I've totally forgot what it was, so it couldn't have been that funny. That's You fair. made me lose my train of thought, Ruben. Um, um, another thing in Homecoming is really great when uh, the vulture uses the uses monologuing, a very villainous thing to do, right? Oh. He uses it to trick Peter. When it's always the oh the villain's monologuing, this is going to give the the hero time to to react, time to plan, time to things like that. No, he used it to his advantage, yes. which was so great, such a great reversal, made that villain yeah clearly like Peter the best was guy. not expecting yes. it. you know. 
I remembered what it was. What? When Karen kept saying, initiate kill mode, and he's like, stop with the initiate kill mode. We're not killing anyone. <laughs> I just thought that was funny. Instant kill mode. Uh, yeah, right. Uh, okay. Um, so I think that's, that's I mean, that's going to wrap it up. Like, well, because it's the end, the Stanley episode, though, I think we should real quick just review his cameos. Oh, yeah, in yeah, the, yeah. In the, the movie. Yes. Um, I will say, so like, yeah, the uh, Sam Raimi one, really interesting because it was so early in in his cameos and things so quick so it's, quick it's not a stanley cameo no it was just like him and a little girl or yeah, something he just saves a little girl from the balcony when uh goblin starts pumpkin bombing you know yeah um i then want to say in homecoming loved him leaning out the window and being like hey marge don't make me come down there you punk <laughs> hey marjorie how's the mar how's your mom you know it's like it's so funny um uh but the reason I want to do Amazing Spider-Man last is because while I did not really enjoy this movie greatly, it's one of my favorite Stanley cameos. It's probably of all the best time. Stanley cameo. He's he was was he, he's a librarian. He's a librarian. <laughs> and then they're fighting in the library behind he's him. He's got he, headphones on. And he's I working. loved that. That was so funny. And they're just fighting behind him. He's just doodle doodle doodle. There's <laughs> desks flying at him. Spider-Man's grabbing him, making sure he doesn't get hit. You know, yeah, all there's this a stuff. desk that hits him. Spider-Man grabs it and pulls it back. And it's just like, oh my goodness, to be that oblivious that unaware and it's like but i believe it from stanley i don't know why but i do i'm watching Cause, this because i think it's that endearing thing of seeing stanley and just being like oh you yeah like it would be weird if that wasn't stanley like if that right. was a, just a, an extra they're like this is a funny scene yeah because it's not really that funny if it's not stanley it's true no because when it came out i was like there he is because yeah. yeah. you just look for him i look yeah. for him and everything and i like that better when we get to like just see him just just right there and it's like look we gave Stan Lee a, a little spotlight for a few minutes because he's Stan Lee he deserves, he deserves, he deserves it, it. Yeah. he's worked for it yeah um alright so I think uh let's just real quick uh we're gonna do Spider-Man 1, 2, 3 buy it, rent it throw it in the trash we're all gonna do it at the same time okay so, so one, first one so wait, two this is the Sam Raimi Spider-Man yes yeah, so I'm gonna okay. go to one two three and then say it so all it's right. buy it rent it throw it in the trash gotcha. okay, Those one okay. two three rent, rent it, it. Really? Yeah. yeah, it's gotta be by it. It's it's a classic. You, okay, you need that's to fair. own this movie. That's fair, that's fair, that's yeah. fair. Uh uh Amazing Spider Man. One, two, three. Rent, Rent the it. trash. Oh it's forgettable. It like it to me, cause that to me it feels so cash grabby. Mm -hmm. Because to me that's almost not Peter. Right. That's not Spider Man. Like like he's doing things and he's acting in ways that like don't feel true to the character. And to me that's what feels like a cash grab. It feels like the MCU was taken off. So Sony wanted to get on in on it and like reboot their stuff to get more money, and it just it failed. Like, yeah. Well, and for me, I looked at it with like, okay, in that movie, um, they were like, oh, you know, Spider Man, like he needed to be smarter, like he needed to make his own web shooters, and he needed to be more quippy than he was with the Tobey Maguire movies. Well, he was in the suit. Anytime he wasn't wearing the suit, he was like brooding and like a total jerk to his family and things like that. And it's just like, to I don't everyone. like this Peter really... Parker at all, you know? Right. Um, but I, I just think that that, that movie, um, it still was okay. There was still some parts that I really enjoyed, um, some lines that I really enjoyed. Uh, when he is helping, the, saving the little boy from the bridge and he's like, Here, Jack, put on the mask. It'll make you strong, you know? Oh. like. Yeah, oh, I love that. See, but scene. that's the thing is, is I feel like. And, wait, no, go for it. No, and do you guys know who the dad was? Jack's dad. No, see Thomas Howell. Oh, that was who is again another '80s guy. Mm -hmm. yeah. He was Pony Boy, I think. I think, 
in That's a superhero, right? No, in Outsiders. <laughs> Did Stanley create that? No, or Soda Pop or something. Anyway, um, okay, let's do the third one. Buy it, rent it, throw it okay. in the trash. Three, two, one. Buy, buy it. it, buy it, buy it, buy it, buy it, buy it. Wait, wait, wait. You gave it a buy it? I did. But you didn't like Peter Parker. I didn't like, no. But I think you have to buy it because of, because you have to put it all the pieces together. You have to have all of those. But like, I think what really makes this movie better than the other two. Okay. Is the side characters. Right. The entire universe feels it. like a Spider-Man universe. It doesn't feel like Spider-Man in the world it feels like a world created for spider-man in a good way like yep. all the characters he interacts with, like just his little interactions like with the deli guy that was so with, funny with the the criminals just with everybody feels so genuine and so real and all the characters feel written correctly so are they doing another i gave this lady Spider-Man? directions and then she bought me a churro <laughs> I did, that was nice. really that was really funny too I want to. I want his friend to come back. Ned. Ned. Yeah. Yeah. Back. I want mm-hmm. Ned. Now we didn't really talk about her. MJ in the movie. Mm-hmm. Will she be back? Yes. Yes. And yeah. what's her name? Michelle. Michelle. No, sorry. The actress's name. One Zendaya. name starts with a Z. Zendaya. Okay. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah. So she. Not Mary Jane. MJ. Because mm-hmm. that's the whole thing. Is they're trying to keep it different. Trying to not mm-hmm. have Mary Jane back. Because. If you just... I mean, we've seen Spider-Man rebooted three times. Right. That you was can't. one thing that was a little bit... Oh, his name isn't John Blake. His name is Robin. It was like... It's it's, it's, <laughs> it's kind of like, okay, fine. But at the same time, if her name was Mary Jane the whole movie, you would know that he was going to get with her. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, because they call her MJ, it's just, hey, maybe they're going to get together. Because mm-hmm. her name's MJ. Right. Yeah. It was kind of the kind of the same but different when we figure out who the vulture that the vulture's dad who he is i was kind of like, oh. and then when she said oh my friends call me mj but i love when ned said you don't have any friends yeah. <laughs> i love well, ned i love their like interactions throughout the whole movie i i'm not a zendaya fan but i really liked the mcu mj and how she was just too cool for school but, but like she's not in, in a really cool way yeah she's always there She's in detention. And what are you doing here? You're not, you don't even have detention. I just come here to sketch people in crisis. Look, it's you. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, that's so mean, but it's so good. Like, I love to, just the last thing I'll say about this one, at homecoming, when he's like, you're not, the teacher's like, you're not going to check out the sites? And she's like, no, I don't want to check this out. This is built by slaves. He goes, this wasn't built by slaves. <laughs> and he looks at the security guard, who is also African-American. The security guard's just nodding. Like, like, Dude, don't mess with her on this one. She knows what she's talking about. And he's like, oh, okay, enjoy your book. <laughs> that's funny. It was um, good. All right, so that's, so yeah, so we did the Byron. Okay, so uh, plugs. Okay. Right. We have a Facebook Contested Mother Approved on Facebook. We have a Twitter. Uh, KTMA Show on Twitter. We have a Discord. Uh, it's, it's in, in the, the notes. Descri- it's in the description. Okay, we have new merchandise, and I wish just this one time that we had video, because Ruben, you are wearing our new Kid Tested Mother Approved with Dawn and Ruben shirt. Yeah. You look really white- good in it. Thanks, Mom. It's the white logo tee. It looks really good. Um, we have like five different... Uh, yeah, design. and I have the... You have the red one. I did uh-huh. a podcast with my mom. Right. Um, but this is the ringer tee. It's blue with white... Uh, is it blue? I thought it was trim. black. Yeah, white trim. No, it's blue. Um, I it's really nice. like it. And where do they need to go to get it, Ruben? Uh, you go to Zazzle. Psych. Throw that Psych? link in the garbage. Right. Uh, you go to... Yeah, anything from Zazzle. Throw it in the garbage. <laughs> no, don't do that. No. <laughs> go to tpublic, tee.public.com slash user slash KTMA show, or you can just go to 
Uh, tpublic.com and search up kid tested mother approved. I'm sure we'll pop up. Because it's really good. Okay, yeah. anything else? Uh, I always email. feel like Did you email. Your Twitter and your. Yeah, oh, we, we have a Twitter and we have an email. Did we get any emails this week, Ruben? Uh, we didn't get any emails this week. Well, that's okay. Hey. Um, <laughs> Wait, what? No, that's okay because I want to say something. Okay. Because this is a Stanley episode and I didn't talk to, talk to you about this, so I hope you don't mind. I mind so hard. Well, too bad. <laughs> um, next episode. I want to talk about all because there's so many this week we talked about this before last week i mentioned it there are 12 hallmark movies in the next nine days i want to do a whole section because or if you want to do the four that were on this week we <laughs> yeah, can do that let's do it i have yeah. to go get my phone because i left it in the bedroom oh, then we'll do it next week that's okay fine. that's what i was trying to tell I you i know what you were saying yeah. yeah so i don't have my phone with me it's in the that's bedroom fine. mom ruined the hallmarks no, the I've got them all. Yeah, we they were going to have 12 Lords of Leaping and all kinds of things. Oh, no, let <laughs> me tell you. Okay, I already know one. Christmas. Oh, no, I forgot. Anyway, never mind. There's Christmas in an elevator. Christmas <laughs> in an elevator. Which, like, part of me was like, ah, that, that could be real. That could be real. Yeah, so we will do the next episode. We will do... 12? Uh, 12. And I will just... I won't tell each one. I mean, I won't give, like, a synopsis of each one, but I might even say, oh, starring this person or that person. Yeah. There were some great ones this week. There's been a couple of stinkers. I think there was one that's going to get a number one or a two. Oof. But there's one that is going to get a nine or a ten or eleven. So wow. we'll see. Oh, I was like, eleven? Oh, right. It's out of twelve moron. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not. Because, I, I mean, twelve is like, has to be perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, these are Hallmark, Hallmark movies. movies so but they're, they're fantastic, but not um, all. Some are so like. So there was twelve this week. Yes. Did any of them contain... Brian? No, not yet. No Brian Doyle, Maria <laughs> Santa. But... Yes. Probably one soon? No. If if they... If we get to... When do, when do they stop? Do they stop at Christmas? They stop in January. So if we get Beginning to... Beginning of January. We get to January 2019. Uh-huh. No Brian Doyle, There Mar- will not be a Brian Doyle, Murray. He did it once. He can do it again. No. <laughs> well, yeah, but no. So, okay... Can we can we talk about next week's theme? I'm so excited! Well, I, think I think next I... week's theme is just Hallmark now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll be like an hour. Uh, no, but really Hallmark quick, movies. really really quick. Hey, if are you enjoying the show, good. Thanks. Go ahead and leave a review on iTunes. Yeah, uh, do let, it. <laughs> let people Please. have done it. It's fun. It lets us. It really does help. It's awesome. Please, you have to um, be polite, boys. What? No, do it. Please, just do it. Uh, do it right now. Please. I'm gonna come get you. No, don't say that. That's rude. Please. Okay, what else? Uh, we have Patreon. Part. We didn't even talk oh, about Patreon. Oh, Patreon. If you would like to sponsor our baby little podcast, we would really appreciate it. A little bit of money thrown our way to help us because we literally do this in a bedroom that we don't use anymore. Yeah. In our house. And, you know. Patreon.com slash KTMA show. Oh, we did get a new patron. Feed the baby. We did? Pod. Yes. $5. Yay. Um, thank you so much. Their message is coming. So they do get a message on the show. It'll be on the next episode. Is it someone we know? Yeah, it is someone we know. Um, yep. Uh, okay. Oh, it's my girlfriend. My girlfriend is giving us $5. Yay! Um, thank you! How much are you giving us? Nothing. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> Weird. That's this entire I episode. don't have a job. <laughs> this oh. entire episode was just a ruse to get you in here, to get you on air, to, to, to get you to admit that you're not giving us anything. I'm not giving you nothing. Well, there you go. Um, All right. I nailed it. I nailed this week. Ooh, okay. I nailed this week. So the theme... The theme for next week is, I'm calling it Happy Together. Okay. So happy together. Have I shown you the video of that band playing that on the Ed Sullivan show? 
Have I shown you the video of this first Super Smash Brothers commercial? Where I, I love that. that. I love that commercial. Okay. Uh, it's the the theme is a movie family. I'm so worried about this, Mom. You a shouldn't be worried because you're going to be like, that what? That you want to be a part of, that you wish you could be a part of. Okay. All right, Mom. No, no. Now I'm last. No, I need you to go first. Nope. Mom, I need you to go first because I'm not 100% sure what I'm going to give you yet. So I need you okay. to go first. So I was going to give you choices, okay. but I got some help from someone. Okay. And she said, no, don't give him choices. Just give him this one. Okay. So it's, I hope it's going to be okay. It's 2018. It's very new. I'm worried about this. Don't be worried because I think you're going to be surprised. Okay. This is a family that's in royalty. And I would love to be a princess or a warrior. What? Yes. A family about royalty. They're a royal family. Princess, did you just say, or a warrior? Yes. Or a warrior? How does a warrior is royal? What's <laughs> you are if I'm you're... I'm so worried about this. Black Panther! Yeah! <laughs> That's fair. Okay. Yes, so yes, yes. You have yes, to yes, watch... Yes, yes, yes. You have to watch Black Panther. Can I tell you what my other one was? Yeah. What are those? <laughs> okay. Yeah, I haven't seen Black Panther, so I was kind of excited to oh, see it. this is a good movie. Okay. It's good. But the other, your other one, because mm-hmm. I said to your grandma, she was the one to talk to. This one or this one? The, the other one was Mary Poppins. Because that would be fun to be in that family, not because the daddy's all crabby, but yeah. you know to have Mary Poppins and then the anyway. So that's that's um, you're watching Black Panther. I can't believe Black Panther came out this year. It seems like so long. Ago. Right? I saw that online. Somebody just wrote Black Panther came out in 2018. And I was like, no, no, it didn't. It came out in 2006. <laughs> like, a long time ago. What are you talking about? Okay, what am I watching? Okay, now I'm going to give you a choice, but I'm not going to give you a date choice. I'm going to give you a family member choice okay dad or uncle dad dad yes all right you want to know what you're not watching the adams family nope oh you're not watching uncle buck okay good because i don't really like that one you are watching which i cannot believe it's taken us this long to get there jack frost <laughs> with michael Keaton. <laughs> as a snowman no <laughs> you're watching mrs doubtfire i saw that on the list i love that movie you're i saw that mrs. list doubtfire. and i went oh yeah because that family is like a good family. Yeah. That's a great like family. And it's Sally sucks. Field. It's Sally Field. It is. Yeah. We, there was somebody that was in last week's episode that was in this week's episode too. Bruce Campbell. From yes. now on, that has to happen. <laughs> I think it's happened a lot more than we realize mm-hmm. where there's been one person that was in one episode. Who connects yeah, the week to week. We yeah. could go yeah, back. Because so. last episode was Bruce Campbell. Yeah. Bruce Campbell was the mayor in Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. Yes. And now he's in this episode. Yes. So the next episode is Sally Field. Sally Field. Field. Allison yes. Janney's been that connection like 17 times. <laughs> yeah, she's the winner. She could be on our podcast. Um, okay, so next I'll week. I'll call her. Would you, do you know her? Yeah. They don't. <laughs> no, I don't. Do you know anyone famous at all? Because I know no one famous. I mean, like, has he met anyone famous? Or does he, like, personally yeah. know, like, by name? Could I get a hold of someone famous? <laughs> yeah, whatever. So. Yeah. I was just uh, hoping. Ernie Reyes Jr. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was, that was what I was going to say. I was like, Ernie Reyes Jr. <laughs> oh, there you go. I know who um, he is. Doesn't he talk to us every every year at Silicon Valley? Yeah, yeah. He, like, he mean, remembers he, us. He he lives remembers in this you. area. Yeah, so it's not like yeah. He, I know who he is. But so uh, all right. So next week I'm going to be watching Black Panther. Black Panther. And I'm going to be watching Mrs. Doubtfire. Mrs. Where, Doubt Panther. Where is she? And I won't be here. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> well, Taylor, thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks too. This has been fun. This is one of our longer episodes, but thank mm-hmm. you, the listeners, for sticking with this one. And it was a little weird, but uh, we wanted to do something big for Stanley. 
because he really did mean Stan a lot the to man. Stan the man. He really did mean a lot to a lot of people, ourselves included. Uh, and it's like a little peek behind the curtain. We had been talking about this episode was probably going to happen for a while. Right. Like, you know what I mean? It was one of those things that was, hey, when this happens, here's what we're going to do. And we kind of always toyed around with what movies to watch. And I think there was no better choice than Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like, there, that Spider-Man was the franchise to watch because uh, I wanted to say this up at the top and I didn't. The whole thing with Spider-Man is Stan created him because he was trying to do something different. And he was trying to think he couldn't have this character that could do everything. And his producer was like, or his publisher was like, you can't have uh, Spider-Man. People hate spiders. Like, you can't do that. So, Amazing Fantasy number 15 comes out. They just need a story. Just It's the last issue of Amazing Fantasy 15. Yeah. The last, the last issue of this series, they go, okay, let's just shove that spider character that you keep talking about, Stan. We'll just shove him in Amazing Fantasy 15. Sure, whatever. And that is what launched Spider-Man. Wow. Like, See, just this cool. throwaway comic that was not supposed to be anything of just a sure, whatever, just get a story out there. Spider-Man's first appearance. The first appearance of Spider-Man. Wow. That's cool. Um, all right. So next week, uh, like we said, I will be watching Black Panther. I'm Mrs. Doubtfire. You are Mrs. Doubtfire? (laughs) That sounds right. There you go. Okay, bye guys. Bye guys.